Hey guys, welcome to Cars and Health Bars. On today's episode, we have a little bit of a short one for you. We're cutting it a little close here on our PRI trip. Speaking of, that's our topic today. We're going to be talking about kind of what we're expecting and who we're expecting at PRI, as long as well as some Left for Dead versus Back for Blood stuff. With that being said, guys, let's get right into it. All right, so as I said in the intro, uh, PRI is upon us. We are, uh, I mean, as you're listening to this, we will probably already be on our way there, if not there. Probably be there. So uh, with, I mean, just going by the, which you've been there before, I haven't. So just seeing the uh, map on the uh, PRI app, it's insane how many vendors are going to be there. Yeah, it's I don't know how to describe it. It's like its own. It's like IKEA, but just car and part manufacturers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm and I kind of like the app because uh, as you know, somebody who's going to be going around and meeting, and greeting all these uh, different people, it's nice to kind of have a planner of what booths you plan to go to and where they're located <clears throat> at. Yeah, for sure. I just walked aimlessly, pretty much. <laughs> Like, it's very easy to just go wherever, and you could probably do that for a few hours. Uh, what are some vendors that you typically uh, single out, at least, uh, whenever you go to PRI? Like, who who are some people that you kind of try to make a effort to go talk to? A lot of time we go with, or I go with MCR. You know, we always go text speed. Lee Alden, I always go hang out with him and the text speed crew. And then... Uh, I like to see Cletus set up. I don't know Cletus or nothing, but, you know, I just like to see what he has going on because he's always at one booth or another. Got a few cars. Yeah, I'm not... And then Chevy Performance, too. Oh, yeah, they had that uh, 632 third gen. Yeah, that Hoonigan third gen. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, I think it was clean. Yeah, I'm not too sure Cletus is going to be there that year. I've kind of uh, slacked off on keeping up with him, but uh, he hasn't mentioned anything about it. He might have, I don't know, it just, he makes all these trips everywhere, but it seems like he's kind of getting away from our area because, you know, he quit coming to LS Fest, and it's like, I don't even think he came to PRI last year. I think just his car was there at PRI. Yeah, he had two cars at PRI. Uh, Yeah. (coughs) Ruby and the Elko. Yeah, well... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, well, that was probably before he had that Steve Morris big block in it, uh, which it was. So uh, it'd be cool to see Steve Morris there, but I'm sure he's not going to be there. I did not see him on the planner. Yeah, I didn't know if he came. I never have seen him. Yeah, uh, you said Brian Tooley's going to be there, though, right? <clears throat> he should be. He was all the previous years I've been. Yeah. I think- talked to him for a minute. I'm going to definitely, definitely single out Brian because, you know, we, we've met him a few times. I mean, you've met him a lot of times, but I've, I've met him a couple times personally. Uh, I know, like you said, Texas Speed. I also want to go check out Mazak, dude. I, I'm, I was fired up whenever I seen Mazak was there. Yeah, I bet you'll be loving the tool industry side. Yeah, that's that's going to be cool. I want to definitely see him mm-hmm. get like a lanyard or something while I'm there. It's uh, That's a big bet. Yeah, sorry, my throat has been killing me. No, you're good. I think everybody's kind of, everybody's kind of struggling with this weird weather we've been having. It's really cooled down. It done messed us up, man. I wonder how much cooler it's going to be in Indy than it is in Bowling Green. Oh my lord! 
that much of this cold yeah you better pack warm pack warm <laughs> have the thermals on <laughs> might not be able yeah. to might not be able to rep the uh short sleeve cars <clears throat> and health bars t-shirt there unfortunately yeah you'd have to wear it on the outer layer or something <laughs> stretch that thing over a hoodie or something <laughs> yeah you gotta make something work with it because it's gonna be chilly how how packed is it usually there as far as like the is there like a lot of people there walking around oh yeah it is really packed like it's like walking around ls fest wow. around the holly booth wow that's insane like uh what kind of people do you see kind of participating in like the uh, walking around is it like a uh, oh it's mainly like people like kind of mcr like us just local shops it could be like a transmission shop or general repair whatever you know it's there's all kinds of stuff there i'm sure racing teams go there too oh yeah for sure um leticia will be there i'm certain that yeah it just seems like a big like <laughs> Which it's it's strategically planned during the winter, so it's like all of us don't really have much going on with our car, you know, other than like building. There's not really any outside events going on. It's just like a big car people like party meetup. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with SEMA, really. Uh, this is hosted by SEMA too, so. Oh, so this is well falls in line with them. The SEMA in Vegas is more like truck stuff, isn't it though? No, it's definitely got a performance side, oh, too. I was going to say, is this like car, like the streetcar version of SEMA in, in Indianapolis? But Nah, there's definitely not streetcars as much at PRI. You know who I'd like to see there is Haltech. I wonder if they'll have something to say. Oh, they are. They're always there. I love Haltech, dude. That's something I've kind of found out about here yeah, recently. Yeah, uh, getting stickers is the best thing ever <laughs> PRI. Oh, my lord, it's so good. I wouldn't have imagined you being a sticker hunter. Oh, I am, dude. <laughs> if you've seen my toolbox, you know I'm after them stickers. You, If you ever, like, build a car, like, my third gen or something, you need to do what Cletus did with the <laughs> Ruby's sixth gen, just sticker bomb the back face of the bumper. That looks so cool. I could do something. Yeah. I am a bounty hunter, though. I'm, I'm just super excited to see who all is going to be set up. I'm... Uh, like you know of course for the podcast i i'm like really hoping that we could get some interesting uh conversations going with some people maybe get some uh some manufacturer vendors on the podcast that would be amazing to like get somebody for like take speed or uh you know just anybody up there come on the podcast and talk a little bit about uh what they got going on you know of course we're going to hear firsthand from them but to get them to kind of do some advertising on our podcast and educate our viewers on what is going on with whatever they are making or selling that's this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot of new technology and modern, you know, automotive components at PRI. Yeah, <laughs> and you know there might be some people that listen that don't really know too much, and it'll be a just good, just a good way to get educated on like the fundamentals of stuff. You know, like if we have somebody for like Renegade or VMP on, you know, they can kind of explain, uh, you know, how like racing fuel, how it uh, has its beneficials, you know, how it's beneficial, oh, yeah. you know. I, I'm super pumped, and uh, yeah, it, it it seems like it's gonna it runs out really late into the day, doesn't it? Yeah, I've never stayed till it ends, so I know it's decently late. I seen something like an after party is like crazy looking. I was like, all right, uh, <laughs> I've never known about that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it ad just keeps popping up on my Facebook because uh, it's just like I always watch it all the way through, and I guess that's what's making it pop up more and more. They have a car meet. I wouldn't be interested in going to it. 
yeah, this is the first time taking your car up there, isn't it? Yeah, I've always just, you know, rode up in the SUV or something. Yeah, something fuel efficient. <laughs> Not just something comfy. Yeah, that too. I'm going to be mobbing out up there. Matt's parents always have a good whip. Yeah, true. They got the swagging wagons. Oh, man. Uh, my dad's wife, she she drives a uh, like an Acura hatchback. That thing looks comfy as all get out. Yeah, Matt's, I, we just worked on it, actually, because... What was it? I changed the oil and did something to it. But it was an Acura TSX. That thing was nice, dude. Dude, accurate. And it's so old. Nice. It's old Honda, you know. Like, yeah. So it's reliable as hell. Dude, if you see like the regular Hondas, like the new Civics and stuff, they are like so kitted out. Like I couldn't imagine a luxury version of a Honda because Honda's already yeah, pretty the base nice. Base is already nice. Like it, even the bases are like, I'd, I'd rip. Like the Type <laughs> R, man. Oh my God, it's so nice. Just needs all-wheel drive. Yeah. That's what kills it, man. <laughs> I don't have an Evo. <laughs> I can't believe that that guy at uh, at O'Reilly. We we were trying to guess what part was sent back, and he said it was for a uh, cry or the Chrysler. yeah the three six Chrysler. I'm like, well, that's a Chrysler three hundred. He's like, you're exactly right. I'm like, I know, I already know. <laughs> it's, it's a Chrysler three hundred for you. They are junk. They are junk. Nobody. Don't buy. Don't buy. I know it looks like a Bentley, but it ain't. It it ain't. Trust me. It's like seeing an EcoBoost with 200,000 miles. <laughs> it's like, do not buy this. Because <laughs> if no maintenance was done, you just asking for it. Yeah. Like I said, we don't want to go for too long. I'm probably going to start to wrap up the car side here, but I do want to say to wrap this up, if uh, for whatever reason you guys hear this in time and uh, are at PRI, definitely look for us. We'd be uh, super happy to meet some of our listeners and uh, catch up with some of you guys. Uh, that's for dang sure. Yes, sir. Do so, not be afraid. Do not be afraid. We're just two mulleted men. Don't be afraid of the mullets. We are friendly. We're like, like one of them old old boys, you know. You give us a call, we're gonna be out that screen door, ready to come help out wherever you need. We're two shady tree rednecks. <laughs> Whatever you need fixed, we can do it for cheaper than a neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Might be used parts, but it'll run. <laughs> With that being said, guys, let's throw it to our gaming topic. So, Jordan, kind of what we've been playing lately, I guess we could educate the viewer. We've been playing a lot of Back for Blood here lately. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Man, and you you have played the Left 4 Dead games, so you kind of have more insight. I've played a little bit, not a lot, but uh, kind of, why, do you understand where some of these guys are coming from, where they're dying on the hill of not playing Back for Blood for, for whatever reason, like these veteran back or, uh, Left 4 Dead players? I mean, I don't think there's a good reason for that. I, I can see why you might dislike it, but to not play it is beyond me because it is still a fun game to play. Like, obviously, we've played it since release. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people are upset that the multiplayer died. Like, I think they pretty much just complete, completely forgot, uh, like, stopped supporting it and everything. I mean, the servers are still live. It just seems like there's no push to get people on multiplayer. It's really unfortunate. I really liked multiplayer. I thought it was really fun. 
Yeah, I remember Left 4 Dead 2 had really active multiplayer back when it came out. But their their multiplayer wasn't the same as Back for Bloods, though, right? It was humans versus commons. Oh, really? The specials. Yeah, people I, playing the special. I thought their multiplayer was co-op. It had that, too, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I didn't know that. It, it does suck. You know, it does and it doesn't, because I feel like the multiplayer is such a small chunk of that game for you to dis- put that much dislike into it. Like, yeah, it sucks, but... The, the story of the game has so much more to offer, like, with, I mean, there's, like, we're up to six acts now, and, like, act, the first four are, like, super, super long, like, incredibly long. Yeah. Like, act one could literally be a game by itself, I feel like, almost. Like, it's super, super Yeah, long. that's a bunch of content. I only know that's not long as act four, because it's the final mission. Yeah, act four, and then the, the five and six are pretty short, but they're just DLC, so, I mean, you don't really expect much for the most... It'd be crazy. You're into a challenge, man. Yeah, it's it's there. Yeah, especially with no hope. I will say, you know, if you've if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you probably remember us talking about this before. But no hope pre patch, like whenever they first came out, the difficulty was so insanely difficult. But now, no hope feels like 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 it's challenging, yes, but it's not impossible, like the name would suggest. Well, so it was No Hope in before, or was it just straight Nightmare before? I don't remember. It was Nightmare, and then they added No Hope later on. Yeah, I thought they added it, because Nightmare was literally worse than No Hope is now. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe how far we made it on that, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. if you've listened before, we've beat the whole game on No Hope uh, whenever it was, like, insane. Like, I can't I can't understand how far how we made it like that. <laughs> I don't know, because our builds, I feel like, were worse than, than they are now. Yeah. I could probably go back through my main build that I run now and change a few things, but it's just kind of one of those things where I feel like if I do tweak it, it'll just gonna mess everything up, like how I play with it. Yeah. Uh, it, it just feels I, like that game is evergreen. It just, I don't know, something about it. I just I could play Act 1 just nonstop. It feels like just yeah. about. All of them are good, really. Um you know, I like it a lot more, and it has more to offer in a lot of aspects compared to Left 4 Dead. People say it's not as complete of a game, but you got attachments on weapons, okay, you never had that before. You never had c- cards, you know, and mutations weren't a thing either, so I feel like that's a lot more content, because you got your own decks, and then the common and specials. I don't know how it was before, or I don't know how it is now, but before, it seemed like that was a lot of people's biggest gripe was the whole card situation. They're like, why why cards? You know, it's so confusing. It's like, no, like cards makes it interesting. That's, like, awesome. I love the cards. Yeah, it makes it more dynamic. I like that. Yeah, it's not so straightforward. Like, you actually have to sit and plan out, you know, if you're not on No Hope, you're on, like, Recruit or something where you're getting your cards slowly. You kind of got to uh, plan what cards you want win and what cards work good. You kind of, you use your deck as a synergy. Like, if you're running, like, your your melee deck that you have, like, each card feeds off of each other. They all build up to make one ultimate setup. Yeah. So it makes it a lot more interesting in that way. It, uh... I don't know. From playing Left 4 Dead, do you feel like Left 4 Dead is better or worse than uh, in Dead by, <laughs> Back for Blood? Huh. You know, I really did like Left 4 Dead 2 a lot. That was really fun. 
but to say it's better, I'm going to have to disagree. And that's going to hurt some feelings, because for some reason, people just, like, I don't know how else to put it, dick ride that game a lot. There needs to be I a... I think it's, like, anyone who, like, it's an OG Valve games, right? So, like, everyone loves it. Yeah. Because it's Valve, and, like, everyone just loves Valve from that era, and I get it. But... To act like Back for Blood doesn't offer as much, I feel like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, with the skins and like the supply points, the skull totems, like everything is just it's so dynamic. And Yeah, and they've still been adding content. Yeah, like it's well supported. I mean, we're we're already getting Christmas skins inside the shop now. Uh what I was kinda gonna say is that it seems like there needs to be a term for uh, somebody holding on to something because of nostalgia. Because I feel like that is the problem with a lot, especially our yeah. our generation's getting older. So you know, and whenever you get older, you start to kind of hang on to things from your generation. So and it's hard to let things go. And I feel like that's kind of the bigger issue with a lot of these games, and especially with the standards yeah. that people have been setting for games. Like they shouldn't set this high high bar for you know back for blood just because the last one was so stellar and they just get hung up in the past really is what it is oh yeah back for blood could have a few more things going for it but ultimately i'm i couldn't say it's bad i mean look at the look at the games we've been given here lately like we've just been given like just uncompleted games games that just like crash and glitch like like you said, we've been playing it since the start, and I've never noticed anything that's like game breaking. Yeah. Like, granted, I don't think I've actually had a game breaking glitch do anything that bad. Coming from a AAA title, that's uh, that's hard to find, honestly, nowadays because it's just like every game. I was telling my coworker, he he uh he develops small indie games, and I was telling him, you know, the way things are, these AAA games. They're pumping out games like they always do, and they're getting worse and worse, especially from launch. And these indie games, I wouldn't say indie games, it's like the game that is in between an indie game and a AAA game, those guys. They're the ones that will stay like in... World of Tanks. Yeah, World of Tanks, Ark, you know, uh, a few more come to mind, but they, they hang on to that early access uh, name for so long and it's funny because it says early access but they're more polished than these AAA games coming out so it's it's almost Seven days to die. yeah it's almost like they needed to do like a role reversal like we we just need to get COD in like November and then deem it you know Modern Warfare 3 early access because it's just man yeah. it's horrible the way they start out these games you know and that can, you know, I kind of wanted to do a whole episode on this, but maybe we could do it in another time. We can kind of give a snippet now, but uh, I want to say you guys need to stop. Like, I I feel like I'm the only one who's not mad at Rockstar right now for having the date in 2025. Like, get over yourselves. We have waited this long. Let them give us a good game. My God, people. It makes me so mad whenever I see these people like, I'm going to die before uh, GTA 6 comes out. I'm, you know... Like, all these things, like, get over it, dude. You've waited this long. Do you really want a crappy game? You're going to have to buy a new console for it, probably. I, and that might, be why, it. that might be why people are getting mad, but I don't know. It, it just gives you time frame. Well, it's made on Unreal Engine 5, ain't it? I'm not sure the details of that. I don't that. know. But, I mean, the size of it, it you're going to have to have a beefy setup. 
Yeah, and and let's just hope it's one of those games that doesn't take up a million gigabytes. Like, how does Modern Warfare Two take up so many gigabytes? But like, Ark is only like what one seventy. Uh, which Ark? <laughs> survival. A Ark Survival Evolved is like three hundred gigabytes. For all the maps, maybe, but like the oh, base yeah. game. Yeah, and that also depends on your save files too. Like I've I've got a world on every single map, so that's why mine's. And so Call big. of Duty be so big, and it's the same shit recycled. Like, how do they not make it more? Like the older cons are nothing. Yeah, I I do the think DLC was like two gigabyte maybe. Judging by how big the map is that people were kind of hinting towards, it seems like uh, GTA Six is probably going to be very very heavy in uh, in storage requirement. I think. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how the game plays out. Because I know originally they were saying it's going to kind of tone back with the violence in a way of you don't get away with stuff so easy. Like, I feel like I remember seeing somewhere it said that, like, if you've been captured on film, like on media, they can recognize you. Really? Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see what's up because... I mean, when you just watch that trailer, it seemed like social media was a big part of it, too. Yeah, I like saw it really that. really captured media. How do you feel about it being set in Florida? <laughs> I feel like that was like an amazing I love idea. that, because that's Crackhead's paradise. It's perfect for GTA. Yeah, you know, you got the big city life, and you got, like you said, the Crackhead. Like like how they've got the map now, GTA Five, where you've got, you know, the main city, and then you've got uh, Sandy up All top. tweakers. <laughs> well, it's just how the map's set up. you got the big city, and then you got, like... Uh, but in Florida, that's actually how the how the geography is. You've got the big city, and then yeah. you've got the crackheads out in the swamp. Like it's perfect, <laughs> pretty much. God, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm super stoked, and I don't care. Rockstar, take take till 2026. Give me a good game that I can enjoy yeah. for another 10 years. I'm sure they won't disappoint. I don't think they really do. Yeah, like uh, like sure GTA sure did last a long time, but. It ain't like it disappointed. No. I mean, people are still playing at least RP to this day still. I don't know. I feel like just people just need something to complain about. And here's here's Rockstar, you know. Here here we go with this. And way, way too many people were uh, building this up like, oh, yeah, we're going to see it like in spring of this year. Like, no, no, people. You do not. I, uh, they set these unrealistic standards. Like, if you want to have that unrealistic of a standard, go play Call of Duty. Like, just get get yeah. off this game. Go play something bad. Eight months and you get Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah. God, I hated Vanguard. That's what kind of got me and my coworker on the talk of like uh, these AAA games taking too long or take <laughs> not taking long enough. It. That just raises the bar for me on uh, COD 2025 or 2024 because, like I said, Treyarch never skips a year. They never skip a year. And here we have it. COD finally skipping a year, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Treyarch don't... They don't be letting down so much. No, they don't. Cold War wasn't bad. Cold War wasn't bad. And and like we keep saying, like, four, if I catch four on, like, Game Pass or something, I'm going to get it just to try it, you know? Four? Uh, Black Ops 4. Oh, okay. It's the only, only Treyarch game I skipped out on. Only well, COD game I've skipped out on. Only multiplayer, so. Yeah. I, I, well, well, zombies, too. I'm sure the multiplayer's dead, actually. It is. 
So multiplayer was controversial, but a lot of people seem to like it. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up and start getting uh, ourselves ready for uh, PRI. So definitely, uh, I didn't say this during the beginning, but follow us on social media. Uh, I guess this can be the outro too. Follow us on social media. Keep up with us throughout the time. We're going to be posting like crazy, being up at PRI, you know, meeting meeting cool people, all these things. So uh, definitely follow us on social media. And Jordan, do you have any closing remarks? I do not. Sweet. All right, guys. With that being said, we'll catch you guys in the next one.